0: The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host or guest and should not be interpreted as statement of fact. <laughs> Independent <laughs> fact <laughs> checking <laughs> and reviews are encouraged. Can I cup coffee here, please? Testing one, two, blah, <laughs> blah. <laughs> Bum, bada, bum. Check one, two. I don't know. I don't know. I Damn good. Oh, what's wrong with his voice? What's wrong with his head? What's wrong with his face? What's wrong with him? Oh, good morning. You know what? It's Friday. It is a good morning. Good morning, people of Earth. Um, today is Friday, November 18th, 2022. And there's that. I almost died last night. I don't want to be melodramatic about it, but I almost died last night. Oh, I thought I was going to die last night. And I think
1: it's just a fucking cold.
0: But it is the remnants of, covid i think i think covid did enough damage to my lungs or lung damage lungy lung damage that a cold is affecting me but i was coughing so bad i couldn't breathe and choking yeah again i'm not being melodramatic here i mean i kind of welcome death (laughs) not exactly the way i want to go choking on phlegm Uh, Not not exactly an attractive way to go, but you know what? When you're afraid of death, as I am afraid of not dying, I'm afraid of the moment of death. I'm not afraid. Actually, I got that backwards. I'm not afraid of being dead. I'm afraid of the actual act of dying. The best thing to do is get it over with quick. It's like, you know, I've always been afraid of needles, but come on, doc, just fucking put it in there. No small talk, me. Same thing with death. So I was thinking about that last night because I really felt like I was dying last night. And this—it's been a cold six days, and I've been feeling like this. And my voice—I hate what what's going on with my voice. It's just like—and I'm wheezing, and I—I I got this cough, and it just is ah. Not complaining. I'm really not. Um, but it's a, I do think it's because of COVID because this didn't happen before I had COVID. But now every time I get a cold, this fucking happens and i haven't smoked weed since last saturday night and my wife said to me yesterday maybe you should quit smoking and so uh we'll be having a wake for her and viewing tomorrow and sunday and then the burial will be monday um don't ever say i should quit smoking that's just a rude mean thing to say to a person like me it is my... It's what keeps me uh, motivated and it's what I look forward to. The good stuff. Um, And that's really all I got to look forward to. Uh, I don't know. Am I being a little bit of a downer on a Friday? I'm not. I'm trying not to be. It's issues with Andy Day, if that means anything. I want to... Um, I think this stuff about Twitter is just ridiculous. I started seeing the uh, RIP Twitter post yesterday. This has always baffled me. It doesn't take a lot of people. Once a website, an app is built, it doesn't take a lot of people to keep it going. Now, if you're selling ads, you need a staff to manage all that kind of stuff. But... And I don't even know why it started. Maybe Musk is, is just doing this for attention. Yeah. Space Karen. He's a space Karen. Bet you weren't ready for that. Um, I think he's doing it for attention, but he's, I don't think he's really losing money. I'm still seeing advertisers. Where is all the money getting lost? He, he's claiming he's losing millions of dollars every day. I don't see it. How? And he's laying everybody off, I think, from what I've been told now. Who the fuck knows what's real anymore? Hear my voice. I'm not happy with this voice. Um, that he's locked everybody out of the office. So that proves my point that it doesn't take much to keep an app up. I mean, what does it take? It's there, it's built. People logging on. Now, if you want to moderate, you should yeah, you need people like that. Uh but Short of that, it doesn't take. I've built social media apps. Now, listen, it didn't take off. I had maybe a thousand people subscribe at one point. Actually, I built a social media app twice, or one for the hair community, and then one on my own. Now, the one on my own had about a thousand users, and but it didn't take anything to keep it up. If if long, you don't want to moderate it and let people say whatever they want, you could build it and walk away. As long as you keep paying hosting fees, this stuff will stay up. Now, I know Twitter's got a lot more bandwidth. It's got a lot more people using it. But, again, all you've got to do is keep paying the hosting fees. It will stay up. Where is he losing money? Advertisers, to me, are still there. I'm still blocking advertisers. This morning, I blocked at least five or six more. I think it's all... Oh, don't get too squeaky there with the voice. uh <laughs> I think this whole uh Twitter, rest in peace, Twitter, Twitter's dying stuff, I think it's all comical. I think it's all dickhead musk musk. Uh just getting more attention. He's a little attention, little whore, isn't he? Little attention, little whore, isn't he? Um, I have offered man if he was really hurting for cash, he'd pick up the nine twenty five that's on the table. I have offered him nine dollars and twenty five cents. For an hour of his time, I'm not sure what he pays his his factory workers. Maybe he pays them fifty. squeaky little voice, bitch. Um, maybe, maybe he pays his uh factory workers fifteen dollars an hour. Maybe I should up it to fifteen dollars. You think I should up it to fifteen dollars an hour? Maybe he'll come in. Eh, maybe I'll do that. I don't know. I I need to hear from somebody who actually works for him. Do they actually make the factory work? Is it Tesla? Um, I know one. Hmm. I don't know. It's rude to ask how much do you make, isn't it? If I text somebody who works at a Tesla factory right now and say, how much do you make? They'll probably say none of your fucking business, right? Well, I just want to know. Does he pay $15 an hour? Was if he pays fifteen dollars an hour, then I should offer him fifteen dollars an hour. Uh, but if he's really hurting for money, he'd even pick it up at nine nine twenty five. Hey, listen, we all gotta eat, right? He's not hurting for money. Um <clears throat> so this whole I don't know, R. I. P. Twitter and people are saying people are acting like it's real. Uh, oh, if this app goes down today, That's my last tweet: I love you all. I'm gonna miss this. <laughs> Fuck that. There are plenty of other social media platforms. We'll find another one if this one goes. If that one goes down, am I on Twitter right now? I don't even know. Uh. Oh, good morning, Kelly. Somebody's in the chat room, and it's Kelly. Um, first morning all morning all first and it's erickson come on yes it's it's erickson i i'll admit it is erickson so what you, you want to start a fight over it come on meet me on the parking lot let's get let's settle this man woman or something uh yeah so zach wiseman oh zach wiseman who is uh seemed to have been like Sir robin and run away so robin chicken out (laughs) um will be joining me momentarily i believe in the next uh 10 minutes or so five ten minutes or so supposed to have somebody named matt clark who is a comedian out of Worcester, 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 Worcester um and he was supposed to be on tuesday and didn't show up now I was mad at him from the start to begin with, even before he didn't show up. Because. Why? Because he's a terrible marketer. He, he's a comedian. He's got a show tomorrow night. And he's not taking advantage of every opportunity to promote it. But also, he doesn't have a website. He has no web presence other than his Facebook page. But he doesn't, um, I think he's on TikTok, but there's no link to it. And there's another Matt Clark, who's a comedian. And to me if somebody beats you to your name in show business you got to come up with something else luckily for me there's no other matt nappos in show business there are other matt nappos and i feel sorry for them if anybody ever googles matt nappo looking for them and gets me i feel very sorry for them um but so if if there were a matt nappo and he was in show business when I started playing music at whatever age I started playing music at, seven, I would have changed my name to something cooler, something like Nate Kelp. I don't know. Maybe maybe I wouldn't have chose that at seven. But I would have come up with something different. So there were a lot of reasons for me to be a little angry at Matt Clark to begin with. And then he didn't show up. And I have a feeling he's not going to show up again today. Then Now, he says he's a podcast on his Facebook page. It says, com- comedian, blogger, podcaster. And his excuse for not showing up on Tuesday was he didn't have a mic. How well, can't be a podcaster without a mic. Without a mic. Uh, I have to like a message, I think. Or not like a message. Somebody just texted me something. What does this say? Uh... Anyone who likes a favor of the new. What? I didn't see it. Where is. (laughs) Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got distracted there. Stuff about you know asking my opinion about a new logo or something, and I don't even see the damn new logo. If you like it, like it, like it. <laughs> um, it's the medicine. It's the it's the illness. It's all about talking. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Um. So yeah. So Twitter. I think it's all stupid hysteria. If the app goes down we'll find each other if we want to find each other. And if I don't find you and you don't find me, it's because we don't really like each other. Of course, if that were true, you wouldn't have heard me say that. So I need to rethink everything I say from now on.
1: I don't know what I'm saying.
0: I'm old, I'm tired. Time to put me out to pasture. Just shoot the dog. Last night had a great guy from the other side of the pond. Uh, oh, they're sending me images now. Come on. Um, Keith Anthony Baird. Oh, It looks like the same logo to me. Um, anyway, let me just say that. Looks like the same logo to me. What am I missing? Question mark. Um, I'm sorry. I'm taking care of business here in public. Taking care of business. Uh, what the hell was I saying? I don't know. Who are you going to mess with, Kelly? Scroll up. I know. I see that. What the fuck? Now I'm going to get mad. Everybody wants to make me mad today. Siri. Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. Why does everybody want to make me mad today? You have no answer. You sorry? Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, where the hell was I? I was dealing with logo people. Hey, you like the new logo? Looks like the same logo. What'd you do? Um, oh yeah, Matt Clark. So I'm a little pissed at Matt Clark. I'm thinking he's not going to show up again today. But he did bring up something I thought was interesting because he live he lives he's from he works in he performs in Worcester Mass, W O R C E S T E R, which to me has always been Worcester. <laughs> I know they pronounce it Worcester. Carl told me. That, oh, I was talking about Keith Bannon. I'll come back to him. Uh, Carl told me that the, it, that's taken from Worcester, England, and it, it, we were talking about Worcester sauce, which I always call Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> and we looked at—I looked at the label for Liam Perrin's Worcestershire sauce, Worcester sauce, and it actually says Worcestershire sauce. And I'm thinking. That never, That wasn't the case. That's something new. Oh, Zach's messing me. Oh, hold on. I'm going to send Zach a, a invite, and he can come this way. I thought he he does have the back door, but, you know. Oh, he's there now. I was just as I was going to send him stuff. He's there already, so I don't have to send him stuff. He's putting on his. I, now, here's what I'm going to say. As soon as I put Zach in, in the room, He's gonna have his mic muted or something. We're not gonna be able to hear him. And we're gonna to have to struggle through technical issues for the first two minutes. Like, watch. Ladies and gentlemen, the uh, missing years, Zach Wiseman. Zach, hello. Hey, how are you?
2: Oh, you see his mic is on. Whoa, how about that? Oh, I figured this thing out. I figured this out late last night. I've been sitting here for six hours waiting to go. No, you haven't. No, that's that's true.
0: Yeah. Um, people have been asking what happened to Zach. Jackie texted me the other day. What
2: happened to Zach? Was it me? Did I scare him away? So what happened to Zach? Uh you, you fired me. I did not fire no, you. No, like... you did. No. You 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 sent me a message and you're like, hey, um, if you I'm don't want to do this, uh, that's fine because you're you're kind of boring. I, and I was like, say that. I'm nope.
0: gonna go back and look at the message I sent you, and <laughs> and we're gonna get to the bottom of this. I don't think that's what I said. I said I think I'm gonna do the show starting at the regular time. If you want to do it, you you're welcome to. Uh Just, but I want to go. I I forget what I said. But I yeah. Hello. I saw you. No, 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 no. Uh,
2: I don't know. I don't even see what I said to you. I woke up. Oh, because it was
0: a text message. That's yeah, right. yeah.
2: No, no. You, you, you uh, said to me that you had no guests for like the upcoming week. Oh and yeah, you wanted and... to know if I had like anything planned. Yeah, and I was. I, was... I,
0: I got tired of trying to book guests, and I. Oh, I, I... I... Uh, it's fine. I'm
2: I'm weak. I'm weak. No, and that's he... fine. I, I was under the impression it was more of a co-host thing, so I think that I I kind of uh, didn't set myself up to to do a whole show by myself. Yeah. Uh, I thought I was going to be just responding to somebody or talking to somebody uh, and and I got flustered being by myself, which apparently I'm not very good at. Oh,
0: well, yeah, I thought you
2: were very good and
0: everybody thought you were very good and I didn't hear any complaints. Uh, um, we had some technical issues, but that wasn't on you. That was on people who couldn't connect. Yeah, that's not my fault. And that's, that's always going to happen with this shit. Do you get that with PowerPoint? The show oh, of course. And, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, we don't do that live. You pre tape. Oh, no, you do it live, right? No, we do live. And and that's we actually have to change it this for the next season because we had set up to just do every to do shows every single Monday. And the problem was that, you know, guests can't just be there Monday. So they're like, okay, we'll do a couple Wednesday shows and try to, you know, pad it in. And then we, you know, made a plan. It's like, okay, every Monday we're going to go live. And, you know, Monday at, you know, we go live at 8 p.m. Eastern mondays at like 7 45 we would just every every single monday get a message from somebody it's like hey it got covid hey. and i'm like oh dude like we we have all these plans. we, we got to do this you know so it it, it got kind of weird so we finished season one and now we're not doing live shows we're just going to record them until we have enough to put them out properly um yeah, it just, it got weird. And, you know, hey, people have lives. Like, I totally get that. I, I wish communication was a little better. Uh, but I, I know I've dipped out of things last minute. And what I get I get it. It's it just, it, it can be frustrating. COVID be, would be, it created
0: a whole new excuse for calling in sick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it,
2: it, yeah, honestly, it, it's hard to, like, it, it's hard to fight. Like, if somebody's like, I COVID, no one is at the point where it's like, I don't believe you. We're yeah. not there yet. It's like, oh, okay, well, I guess get better. And you could fake those tests, you know what I mean? Like and easily just take yeah, a yeah. test and then put like a little pink line over it. And it's like, I guess you have COVID. I don't know. Like I don't even know what that means. And it means different things to everybody. So once somebody has COVID, it's like, I don't know, they're either dying or they're just kind of tired. I have no idea.
0: Yeah. Well, I am I've had a cold now for six days straight, and I'm con- convinced that COVID made this cold where having COVID. Already in the past has made this cold much worse. I thought I was dying in the middle of the night last night because I was just choking. I couldn't breathe, and I couldn't lay down. I couldn't, you know. So I had to try to sleep sitting up. Yeah, because I was just coughing up my brains, and I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna die here tonight. Somebody's gonna find me dead in the morning. And so,
2: yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it yeah. Seasons, seasons change. So Colorado, it just snowed like crazy these last couple of days, and everyone here is just sick. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you sound just... a little too. You got a little, yeah. Well, my wife is always sick, so I'm always trying to deal with whatever she's got and fighting it off. But yeah, I, I do feel a little stuffy today.
0: All right, let me pick on you a little bit because you mentioned Colorado, and I I follow your tweets, uh, your posts on Facebook. Yeah, and you were homesick for uh what you call uh i think subs or hoagies it's a sub yeah and they just call it a sandwich there so here, here in new york i have to tell you we call it we call it a hero
2: <laughs> yeah, he, hero's fine i'm I'm cool with that too you know i'm from delaware and in delaware there's any even in pennsylvania there's like a level of pride that comes with like delicatessen delicatessens, and just deli sandwiches and like people really take that stuff seriously and you know people that live in, in in pennsylvania delaware i can't really speak for new york i haven't lived there but they know the place to get the sub or the sandwich or the hero and and that's what they do they, they love that right? and capriati's opened in delaware and it was one of the like first sub shops that my dad liked and my dad's the kind of person like if a cracker barrel offends my dad he will never go to a cracker barrel ever again right <laughs> My dad will drive 3 hours for like a, for like a buffet. So my dad cares about food the way that old southern men care about food and it's interesting. So he loves capriotis the turkey sub or the bobby, something we've always had. Now, coming out to Colorado, you know, like there was a lot of things I I didn't take for granted. Wawa's for some reason. I really miss the Wawa. And 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 I didn't expect to miss a gas station as much. <laughs> but I don't know why, but I, I was just like I was really hankering for like like a sub, you know. I was like, I just want a sub, like an old school sub, the way we used to have them. And I and I googled Capriati's, and I'm like, okay, well, there's three in Colorado. They're about two hours from me. Might as well, might as well. Let me just go see. So I literally drive two hours south, uh, which is crazy because in Delaware if anyone drives more than 20 minutes they're angry like yeah yeah it's like what? no i'm not i'm that's 20 minutes away that's way too far and here i'm like all right i guess i'll drive too hard. so i go all the way down there for you know two hours i drive south and then i met this capriottis and to me it just washes back all these like memories of like eating subs with my dad or you know whatever and i walk inside and like you know it's a sandwich shop which is weird and because i'm used to subs or, or hoagies you know and uh and they're like hey (laughs) and i don't know why i expected people to know that i'm from delaware or to treat me at least nice but they're like hey and i'm like yeah i'll take two large bobbies and a small bobby and they're like oh god okay (laughs) and i'm like oh uh you know and i just drove two hours and i'm like oh and they're like yeah do you want it hot and i'm like Ugh, no, no, why would I want to? No, no.
1: <laughs> What's so wrong with girl, you people? Yeah.
2: So the one girl is like taking my order, just she's like, yeah, what do you want? I don't, and she's like looking at her own Facebook. And I'm like, oh, man, this is, I shouldn't have come down here. And then the one lady, she's like, you have a weird accent. Where are you from? I was like, oh, I'm from Delaware. Thinking for some reason they would know that like their company started in Delaware. You know, I, I was hoping right. like to get like that watch, like, oh, you know our original. St-? No, it, it's like, Where's that? And I'm like, oh, it's in Jersey, you know. Uh, (laughs) And and I get these subs, and like I I get in the car, I'm so excited, and I just rip this thing open. I take one bite, I'm like, oh, it's just dry turkey and bad bread. Like this, I I spent so much of my day disappointing after a two-hour drive. Oh my god! Yeah, four four hours driving, sitting in traffic. You know all this stuff around Denver and everything, and it's there's traffic in Colorado oh my god dude around denver it's so bad it's so bad like every single day if you are close to denver if it's in that four hour span around the rush hour time you're not getting anywhere you you, like everywhere else in in colorado you could just drive and forever and no one's around you but if you go close to denver it is crazy it's like new york traffic it's i mean people are just insane The
0: only time I ever hit traffic in Colorado was in Denver. It was in front of Timothy McVeigh was being tried in, in, in uh, Denver, Colorado for the Oklahoma city bombing thing. And I was in a rider truck full of uh, electronic equipment and driving past that. And there was a a police roadblock because they were very high security and they see this rider truck coming too. (laughs) And so they, and it was full of electronic equipment, but it was, bumper to bumper traffic for hours and i'm trying to get to la and they stop me and they in, in bumper to bumper traffic and they want to search the van now and the people behind me are getting all angry and I'm like, there's so much equipment in here by the time you get all this stuff out to find it's just audio equipment and video equipment uh we, we, these people are going to murder all of us and finally the, the cops <laughs>
2: I'm just driving past dude i didn't even know this was going on yeah <laughs> yeah i apparently colorado has like the supermax of the of the country like like right. the worst people are just chilling here in colorado like uh, el chapo uh is here in colorado like uh, the worst people are in the supermax in Isn't colorado.
0: norad there under some mountain too like the... oh probably yeah i think it i is. keep looking
2: for it they won't let me find it
0: yeah that's interesting um so yeah so <laughs> denver has uh traffic i would have thought but you know, I, I appreciate I, – now, did you even say, listen, I drove two hours to get here. You could at least treat me nice.
2: <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, you know, I've done a lot of retail jobs, and wh- when I think about those kind of, like, approaches, I think, well, how would I respond if someone said to me, I just drove two hours to get here? I'd be like, so? <laughs> like, what, do you, what do you want? Like, I-, I should be doing a good job no matter where you're from. Yeah. So it it is hard for me to go into a place like No, but it it, it opens up the the, uh,
0: understanding. My frustration. I'm frustrated because I just drove two hours here. Can 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 you help me out, please? Be nice to me.
2: Yeah, I I definitely tried, and I thought my charm and charisma usually takes me pretty far. Uh, But like any good sub shop on East Coast, they did not care that I existed, and they needed me out of their face. So uh, the only difference is it wasn't that good of a sub. Right are you on twitter you are on twitter
0: i've seen you on twitter yeah kinda yeah uh now last night i don't know if you're aware of this but last night or somewhere around 6 p.m last night i started seeing r.i.p twitter if twitter goes down oh my god twitter is this app fails you'll never see me again i'm so sorry i'm gonna miss you all and people are panicking about the possibility of twitter going down you know being lost forever and i'm like this is not happening. This yeah. is sky, sky is falling chicken little shit. Um,
2: what's your take on all that? I don't know. Twi- Twitter is a weird thing. You know, it, it, it's it's like a place where people think that honesty happens. And it's a place where they feel they're slightly more connected with a world they'll never touch. Like, it's, I can see what celebrities are writing right away. And I, I don't really fully understand the draw of Twitter. You know, I, I sure, it's a social media. But honestly, I do not care if it goes away. Like, and and granted, I don't have that much presence on Twitter, so it doesn't mean that much to me. Um, would it mean you if Facebook went down? Would you would you? Would no, probably, honestly, no. like the, the internet could go down, and I would not really care. Uh, I, I would find a way to put podcasts in people's like hands, old school. Like I'd just start handing people USB drives. I'd be like listen to my podcast. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't need social media. Uh, I I'm trying to use it because it does exist. Uh, I do not need it. Um, but yeah, there, there's a lot of people that, that really live on Twitter and, and die by Twitter. So I don't know. It's just, it, 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 it seems like a game. It, it's a game like everything else. Like I I don't fully know how to play it, you know, and, uh, yeah, and people yeah. that have a lot of money are very good at playing it. And yeah, I've offered,
0: uh, Elon Musk $9 and 25 cents to come and do an hour interview with me. He's, he's so far, he's playing hard to get, but if he's really hurting for money, I would think he'd pick up that nine twenty five that's on the table. So, that's fair.
2: Yeah. I mean, I have, like, I think I have a Bitcoin around here somewhere. You do? I think so. Yeah, hey, somebody gave me one as I was walking on the street one time. I'm like, hey, here's a Bitcoin. This is, it's actually a coin because I just thought it was like an
0: – because they talk about the wallet and it's like a digital thing. Mm-hmm. There's actually a coin?
2: Well, yes. The coin has zero value. Uh, it, i didn't know that uh i was like oh cool sweet that, that's like maybe a seven thousand dollars i have no idea how much a bitcoin is uh but somebody yeah i was so i have like a, a booth in denver sometimes where i sell like you know nostalgia goods or old old toys like you see behind me and uh some guys like i'll trade you a bitcoin and i had like this old i i forget it was like a uh it, teddy ruxpin but the the caterpillar i forget his name um i had one of those for sale and the guy was like i'll give you a bitcoin for it and for some reason i thought that that was like a billion dollars <laughs> yeah. so i just took this i took this coin from him and it turns out it's just it, it's like just a, a coin it's just a prop and good. uh
0: good for magic tricks
2: yeah, it's good for magic tricks and getting teddy ruxman's out of zach weisman's hands so yeah um now i coming back to what you said if the internet
0: went down you'd put podcasts in everybody's hands uh conspiracy theorists i've had on the program since i last spoke to you i had this woman patricia corey She's an author. She claims that uh, Elon Musk, uh, not Elon Musk, Bill Gates and the consortium of evil uh, that rules the world is trying to make us into robots by fucking with our DNA and putting chips in the vaccine that are going to make us half robot and fuck with our DNA. But one of the conspiracy theories she brought up and she claims that none, nothing she said was a conspiracy theory. This is all fact. Okay, She said, the little dot on your television the remote control the little red thing that is a uh, infrared receiver that makes your remote work is actually a camera And, and she got this from her friend who works at sony and they're monitoring you so i i'm thinking well if that were true Every podcaster in the world could just go out and buy a bunch of TV sets and increase their audience tremendously. So, I got a, a different mon- person yeah. monitoring me for every TV set. I just fill up the room with TV sets, and now I got an audience. I who needs yeah. the
2: internet? I need someone. To, <laughs> I, I'll, as long as someone's listening to me, I really don't care. Wait, so the remote control is a camera?
0: No, the dot that receives the, uh, oh, on the signal TV. from the remote control, the infrared thing, uh, is a uh, camera. That and her friend at Sony, who works at Sony, I'm like oh, you got a friend that works at Sony. Come on, everybody. Got... And so, J- Sony's in Japan, right? So Japan does not have enough people to monitor every single fucking television set. No,
2: <laughs> no, and, and and also, if you're watching, if you're watching people watching TV. That's got to be, like, the weirdest stuff to say because you're really to see me spill food all over myself. Right. Uh, l- look for the remote control. I know. <laughs> well, you know I was I trying got. to
0: work on a comedy bit about this, about, like, for, for my stand-up thing that I'm going to do. And it was basically that, like, you're reporting back what he's doing. Oh, he's just waking up. Oh, yeah. He's masturbating. Up oh, now he's getting coffee. Now he's masturbating with the coffee. Uh, you know, and yeah. basically, and oh, he—he looks like he's going on his phone. He's on Twitter. He's saying bad shit about Rogan. I mean, what are they gonna do? What are they gonna get from
2: me? Yeah, from or me? I wake up and I watch Lord of the Rings almost every day. So that's <laughs> me just sitting still, staring at a box for four hours. What are you looking at?
1: <laughs> Go
0: ahead, and look at me. <laughs> but if I know I'm gonna give a show, I'm gonna get. Oh, true. Um, yeah. I'm, if you're watching me, guess what? I'm winning the pooing it constantly. Yeah. So do you think uh, Bill Gates is really um, putting chips and vaccines to make no. us into half robots? Human 2.0. And no. this is not a conspiracy theory because he has a patent uh, that rhymes with robot or something. Uh, and she heard him say in a speech once, when I was a human. So that proves this is all not conspiracy
2: theory. Yeah, but in all fairness who wants to be human? like it's it's a creaky wet mess, you know, human beings are filthy and gross. I would prefer to just mix most of my parts with robotic parts anyway. if I could honestly, if I could squat and not creak, uh great. I'm into that <laughs> uh what, what what part of of a robot I'd not prefer I would rather have robot eyes. I'd rather have Robot back, you know, like I've had spine surgery twice. Give me a robot part, I would love that. And I if think I made free... that
0: the same argument to her. I was and I was saying they're not going to choose me because this is something I would want. I mean, I think they would only t- chase people who have money and power, who want to live forever, who want robotic parts, who want to be superior beings. They're not gonna just take losers like me. nobodies, no. <laughs> some right. nobody. Not to step on you. I am a some
2: nobody. <laughs> hey, we all we are some nobodies. Uh, but like, how are they making money off that? Like, you know, like for me, the most the best way you can make money off me is by keeping me a human, because yeah. I'm gonna need medicine. I'm gonna need vitamins. I'm gonna need everything. When you start transforming me into a robot. What do I need? Well, what?
0: I I was thinking because I tried to get her to kind of explain the end game oh, here. See, why can't and I talk I, to these people? Making slave labor out of us, maybe. I don't know. Like, did and I, is Bill Gates planning on living forever? Is that the thing? Because sooner or later he's going to die. And what's the what's the end game for him in making us all robots after he's dead?
2: I don't know. And if he's going to live forever, he's kind of at the point where he should start soon cuz yeah. he is an old man. You know, yeah, he looks yeah. like old man hand skin. Uh, he's got spots on him and uh what what why why be living forever like that? Right. <laughs> you know, like start living forever when you're 30. Yeah. And also he's
0: fallen way down in the charts of rich and powerful people. I mean, there are people that eclipse him so much now. There was a day when I think he was the richest man in the world, but he's not oh, even yeah. close anymore.
2: Yeah. I, yeah. I I would prefer to be honestly speed up the process. Make me more robotic, faster. I'm, yeah. I'm sick of uh, of how bad human. Uh, Cyborg is. Zach. Oh, I would love it. I you would could, love it. You could podcast twenty four
0: seven and never get tired, like you seriously, like you do, now. It, it, like it, you do it, now.
2: It's a, it's very close to what I do now. Yeah, uh, but no, that that is a dream of mine. To ju- yeah. <laughs> like, no, being human is really not that fun. Honestly, it's not. What is fun.
0: Kevin saying? Elon is fascinated with Genghis Khan and wants to populate the Earth with his children. Yeah, that's fair. Wow. No, I I yeah, I, I get that from Elon Musk, but he's the most unfuckable guy in a way. Even with all his money. Yeah. He <laughs> With 240 million dollars or whatever he has. I can't imagine any woman wanting to fuck him.
2: I mean, um, there, there's definitely, there's definitely some people out there, you know, and uh and, and if he didn't have the money, I don't think it'd be easy for him whatsoever because it's kind of a goofball um but honestly you got billions of dollars and a car with a lot of angles on it uh somebody is gonna want to have sex with you and that that makes sense i it just it's odd when people say like oh he's like genghis khan he's trying to yeah but genghis khan was just ruling shit you know like and doing it in such a nasty filthy way and elon musk is like the nerd that got to sit at the poplar you know school because he's wearing the nice shoes and he gets to hang out with like Pretty girls, all of a sudden, and uh, yeah, he he is just—he's a mess. He's a yeah. mess. Yeah. So, what has been going on with you? I know
0: uh, you're still doing uh, all your podcasting, but um, where what where are you at now? I mean, are you?
2: Uh, I'm still in Colorado. Yeah, I haven't moved. I know that things are. <laughs> uh, no, so we just finished up season one of PowerPoint Showdown. Um, we're gonna take a little bit of a break, kind of restructured a little bit, uh, make it funnier and faster. Uh, we also just finished season one of No Time to Binge, which is a, actually season two of No Time to Binge. That's a really weird show where we just watch just the first episode of something and then just the last episode of something and just make up what happens in the middle. Uh We're also kind of we're kind of turning that show into a bit of a game show so people can kind of pay attention and, and watch along and have a little more fun. So that's going on. Um We were just on. We, we got uh some nobodies uh, we get invited to do other like comedy shows occasionally so we were just on a really really funny show called uh m and a excellent adventure and it's kind of like it's an improv storytelling thing so they give us a character in the beginning and then we have to just give them an hour-long story based on the characters that we were so last episode that we were on uh me dylan and michael colby like my my partners we were all different kinds of elves working for santa and santa was like just a real jerk so that was a pretty funny episode. Um, we we are recording four things currently, uh, so we have some stuff that we're working on. Um, we haven't released any of that yet. We have a a, a rewatch. So, so in 2002, I don't know, a lot of people don't know this. In 2002, I was on a, a TV show uh, in Delaware, and it was called Lewis Delaware, and it was kind of like a like a back to school show. Um, I got cast in it because in Delaware, I was a bit of a celebrity. Uh, that's where I met Michael Colby. So we are going back and watching the old episodes of our old show, Lewis Delaware, and then doing, um, like rewatch episodes, like letting people know, like, Hey, it's been 20 years. This is crazy. This is not a really good show. So we got that going on. Um, and I'm doing a, a couple of side projects. One of which is called I'm nobody. And, uh, actually Michael's in, uh, will be on one of the episodes coming out soon. Uh, wh- what I wanted to do was I wanted to have, Like just amazing conversations with people, but the problem that I run into occasionally is that my brain works in a very weird way where I end up asking questions that people are like, "I've never thought of that before." I need to think about this for twenty minutes, but that's not really the way my brain works. My brain is just like, "I'll answer." I just I'll just answer them. So I found a way to do kind of like a reverse interview where if I get people to think of ten questions and bring those questions to ask me those questions whatever it is they want to talk about i'm interested in i will talk to anybody about anything so if somebody else is interested in it i'm super super interested and i've lived at least 10 lives that are so crazy so i usually have weird answers for everything uh but just this this uh project it's called i'm nobody because i i'm, I'm nobody yeah well, people are like why are you doing this I'm like I, i'm i'm nobody it doesn't matter it's just I I wanted to connect with people. I wanted to have roughly hour long conversations where people are not looking at their phone, and it's just engaging with me. And I learn about them, and they learn about me, and I think that's really cool. Um, so yes, yeah, so I've been working on that project, and then now uh... well, let me ask you
0: something. Yeah. Dylan is is local to you, right? He's in he's in, and Michael is he local to you? No, Michael's in Pittsburgh. Oh, because I was thinking, you know, at least some of these things would be cool to take live. I mean, yeah. do it like in a comedy club or maybe some other kind of venue and do them live. Ever consider any of that?
2: Yeah, we we actually have been working on a way to do PowerPoint Showdown live. Uh, the problem is that, yeah, Michael lives in, in Pittsburgh. Uh, Dylan and I are very close together, but a lot of our, a lot of the podcasting community is on the East Coast for some reason. So uh, it is kind of hard for us to find people that are local that right are into the same style of comedy that, that we're into, you know, luckily you found Michael Colby and, and he, he's a treasure uh, for fictional podcasting. Cause yeah. that guy's so funny and, and, and very constant, which is cool. But yeah. the majority of people, you know, that do podcasts, just they talk about sports and they talk about movies, you know, uh, and, and, and we like to just get weird. <laughs> so it is hard to find someone that just wants to fall into our fold quickly. So uh we, uh, we have a couple ideas for some live shows, and uh, we're we're trying to figure out how to do that because we would love to do it. My shows yeah. are better live anyway. It seemed like it
0: would be a cool thing. Now, you mentioned Mike Zinn. Last night, Mike on his program had William Conway. uh, And I've, I've followed Mike for a while, and I haven't seen all his shows, but I would say last night, in my view, was the best show he's ever done. I, and uh, I'm not saying that because... He asked some questions that I told him to ask because uh, he did one or two, but that was, they weren't the the highlight of the show. William and him were the, uh, you know, the, the chemistry there was pretty good. William's always uh, an interesting guy and it was a great, great show. Now you've had William on PowerPoint showdown and I think he, he was, he was very entertaining on that to the point where he was believable as a, the nut job he was playing. Um, yeah. t- can you uh, honestly rate you get? I mean, I because I wouldn't want to put anybody down, but I think oh, I that will. was one of the highlights of, of this season. Yes,
2: uh, I will put down anybody just so you know. So I don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't, I don't mind. He's gonna, uh, so William Conway, uh, uh, yeah, absolutely amazing, uh, uh, character. I've gotten to know him as a human, like, we, we've had a couple of just actual interactions that, that are off air and, and not for anyone else. And I think the reason that especially him and Michael Zinn got uh, along so well is that they're genuine people. You know, like William yeah. has had an amazing, uh, such a deep life, and he doesn't excuse it. You know, he doesn't play it off. He doesn't uh, anything. He he owns who he was. He owns who he is. He respects the journey that he's on, and he is an honest person. And it, it's it was interesting having like a, a lengthy conversation with him because i end up like crying like three times in our conversation you know because wow. he is just a genuinely solid person like he, he he knows who he is and he accepts his faults and that's beautiful and, and apparently that's hard to find he's
0: uh, a, he's my campaign manager you know i'm running for president in 2024 and uh, he is, he's my campaign manager. Now, he doesn't seem to have a whole lot of grasp for what the job calls for because he didn't mention me in the interview last night without me prompting him, hey, come on, what kind of campaign manager are you? Uh,
2: but I love him. He's a good guy. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and Michael Zinn, I've had a chance to have a lengthy conversation with him, and I think the one thing that makes him special is he doesn't want to talk to people. You know, he wants to talk with people like he has this genuine desire to understand who you are as a person without any kind of uh, judgment or, or, you know, you, you know, that if you're talking to Michael, you could say anything. And that guy would literally just take it in and process it and, and try to understand it. And I think most he's
0: the- really evil, to be honest with you. I think. I think he's a very evil person, and, he, and yep. this whole positive thing is a mask for his evilness. I really do. I yep. think people who want to make the world a better place are the most dangerous people in the world.
2: That's true, because it's only in their opinion. Like It's like, I want the world a better place to me. And, yeah, you're a nice guy, Michael, but you, you're hiding something, and we all yeah, know it. He definitely, uh, he definitely But, is. yeah, as far as, like, you know, PowerPoint show, now, we, we've had, like, you know, amazing comedians on there that want to be funny. Uh, we've had some weird people that just want to be in a character. Um, so was I your worst guest? Let's let's no. just get that on the table. Was I your very w- worst? No, not at all. Oh. No, uh, if you've met a, uh, a guy named Jeff Dwaskin, that guy is not funny <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, did not pay attention to the rules, was not even trying to have a good time. Really, uh, he, he kept just trying to take money from me somehow. It, it was very odd. Um, oh. No, no. No. Uh, the thing about William Conway is you know, most people that go on the show, I I know them. Dylan doesn't know who's coming on the show. Uh, Mike doesn't know who's coming on the show. I, I booked these guests based on you know who I've met and whatever. And I booked William uh, after meeting him for like three seconds on your show. And I'm like, I'm just going to put him in here. He's a comedian. It seems pretty funny. When he came on the show, he was so dedicated to this character that Dylan – was texting me throughout the show being like is this guy actually crazy and i'm like (laughs) i I think and and i didn't know him very well at the time i was like i think this is a character but he could be crazy i have no and he kept it up the whole time and he's screaming and you know he just he just keeps going into it and uh and once the show is done he breaks character and he's like yeah my wife told me i should not have done that character it was crazy and and michael colby and dylan were like i honestly thought you were just an insane individual that happened to have a stream yard link to this. <laughs> he definitely played it well. He played yeah. it well, and it, it's the point where I
0: was thinking, man, people are going to think these this guy's a real conspiracy theorist. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely did. Yeah. Um, have you heard of the Able Archers? Able Archers? Yeah. No. I had a guess on two nights ago. This is, Because I had heard about it, but I didn't realize. In 1983 now... You're old enough, right? That's a wait. That you That's about forty years ago. You're about forty, right?
2: I'm forty. <laughs> I think I'm forty three.
0: Okay, that that's what you think you are. I think I'm. Yeah, you're probably... I was born
2: in seventy eight, but like the last okay. day of seventy eight. So, so no one, that you, means.
0: no one, you didn't hear about because yeah. wh- during that time, well, basically the world almost ended, and most people didn't know about it. Yeah. Uh, we almost were at. This was at a time when the Soviet Union and the United States were in, not only just in in Cold War, but our nuclear arsenals were at its max we had enough missiles to annihilate the entire planet and russia uh it's a long story how they got there but they were under the impression their satellites told them that and they were, had been expecting for a long time that we were going to we were going to try a first strike and to take them out with the nuclear arsenal and their satellites told them every warhead in north dakota was about to launch for moscow (laughs) and so they were but they were on high alert they were ready to strike back and this one guy uh petrov saved the world and it's an incredible story and but most people don't know about it and it's like why is this not being taught in history class because there are lessons to be learned here about war about jumping to conclusions and all this kind of stuff, and I think it's a, it's like one of the most important lessons from history, and nobody knows about it. Uh, so, I, I was curious to see if you had uh, ever heard about it. Now, you were Wait, young. What,
2: what's the lesson? The, the lesson is that... Uh, well, you don't we... jump to conclusions
0: just because... Just because it seems like
2: you're – because you got to
0: think rationally. And this guy Petrov was was thinking rationally. He had d- designed the system that said, why would they do this? Just because the satellites are saying this, it doesn't make sense. Slow down because everybody in Moscow in the military was ready to defend for themselves from a nuclear war and fire back. And he was the one guy saying, no, let's take a step back. They're not doing this. Why would they? <laughs>
2: Yeah. I mean, in 1983, I was uh, a backwater kid living in in Northeast Maryland. I didn't have shoes. Uh, I walked uphill to my kitchen twice a day. Um, I didn't hear any news whatsoever. And that seemed like something that my dad would have told me was a lie anyway. So. Yeah. I, I, d- well, I did here's th- how I- it, here's how it unfolded and I remember it
0: very clearly because I was I was a young man at the time I remember uh the new Korean Airlines uh flight out of JFk went to Anchorage uh, Alaska and then in Anchorage something they say something happened with the navigation system when they refueled there they flew over Russian territory Russian uh, over the K- Kamchatka Peninsula Russia shot down this Korean Airlines jet that had a bunch of Americans on it. Ronald Reagan then was uh, pushing this SDI uh, idea where a Star Wars initiative, we could strike them and they wouldn't be able to hit us back and they bought into it. All this kind of stuff was building up. And so they built a satellite system to detect our launches. And uh, th- we had again, we had enough missiles to destroy the planet at that time, warheads to destroy the planet, no doubt about it. And they, they got a signal. Their satellites, something glitched in their satellites. And they said, the United States is ready to launch all their missiles. They're already, like, firing up. And we have five minutes to react. What are we going to do? <laughs> and so it was – and this had been building up over months and months' uh, time. And at that time, we had a, a military exercise called the Able Archers – which was taking place in, right off of the coast of Japan near Russia. And it was with nuclear subs and all this kind of stuff. And Russia was thinking, this is all real they Now it's Ronald Reagan has gone mad because he had just given a speech about the evil empire and all that stuff. But we came that close to really the end of the world while you were just a small child. Hmm. Uh, and, well not for one man so this guy, and he was villainized by russia made you know he died a poor alcoholic loser, you know, but he saved the world and there needs to be some kind of plaque for this man, some kind of you know he literally uh, one guy saved the planet literally
2: I, I, I find that amazing anyway, yeah. yeah uh so this guy in nineteen eighty three was like, Hey, this technology I invented, it's not right. Yes. And he saved the world? Yes. But wasn't he the one that made this stuff? He was. And that's why, that's why, that's the
0: only reason they trusted him to, enough to not fire the missiles. Cause he was the one that's saying, no, it, you know, something's gone wrong here. And it, without that credibility of being the guy who, cause if it was somebody else, mm-hmm. they said, uh, we are up taking a chance here. We got five minutes to either strike back or die. I
2: don't know. He sounds devious. Yeah. Cause well, he sounds like the kind of guy to be like, Hey, if you don't pay me a lot of money, I'm going to tell them that the U S is going to send off a bunch of missiles. I'm the only guy they're going to No, That seems, that seems bad. I don't, I don't trust that guy. Well, if Petrov. Yeah. Nobody in Petrov is trying to save America. <laughs> Not in the eighties. I don't think he was trying to save America. I think he was oh. trying to sa- save
0: Russia from doing something. or Soviet union from doing oh. something real stupid. Now uh, it's it's relevant today because of uh, what we hear about is the possibility of nuclear war, and uh, this guy was the guy who wrote the book. It was a former intelligence officer, uh, deep into this stuff, and he says that Putin believes that he can do a tactical nuclear strike and not cause World War Three. Like he can, he, he believes in his mind. That he can send nukes into Ukraine and not not start World War Three? I don't think so. No, so. You, no,
2: <laughs> that's ridiculous.
0: Uh... Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> William, William
0: Conway, seeing what talking about war games, the movie War Games. It does have similar overtones to that, but it's not it's not exactly that because you have you have to live through it and known the Reagan. Um, the Reagan yeah. doctrine. Reagan was definitely, when Reagan first got elected, the idea was my generation, who we were all convinced that he really wanted to start World War Three, And yeah. he actually, he was caught on a hot mic. uh He was warming up to give a speech and caught on a hot mic saying, uh, tell uh, Russia to fucking stick their heads up their asses. All the missiles are on
2: their way. We sent the missiles out five minutes ago. Like,
1: whoa, wait Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
2: yeah, I don't know. It, it, I mean, it is weird. To th- like, 80s were a weird time. You know, it's like where everyone thought, man, shit was so good. And, and it kind of wasn't. It seemed like the world was on edge. Yeah. And we just didn't really know about it because we didn't have the internet at the time. But thank goodness the Rocky Four came out because the things were pretty bad. And then Rocky Four came out. And it seemed like that <laughs> fixed the world. So where's Rocky now when we need him the most? Right. We need Rocky to fight for Ukraine right is that is that Rocky would be pro Ukraine I think right because he hates Russians Igor what was that guy Dolph Lundgren he wasn't even
0: Russian he was German well Dolph Lundgren
2: was actually Swedish oh Uh, Swedish that's close enough German Swedish what's the difference uh Dolph (laughs) Lundgren who's also He-Man uh amazing actor Brilliant mind. The guy's like a like a particle physicist. Like Dolph Lundgren is one of the smartest men on the planet, an actual genius. Wow. He came to America to go to school. People saw him and was like, We need to make you He-Man. Dolph Lundgren did not know English. See now, he- if this is a guy who they will make into human 2.0 a robot. This is the yeah. kind of guy you want to do that to. Not me. That's what it- I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Why why make podcasts with robots? We don't do nothing. We just sit here and complain about stuff. Right. Uh, you got to make Dolph Lundgren the robots. That's true. I, and he already is almost. He's so
0: superhuman to begin with. He's super smart, super physically fit, all that kind of stuff. Now, the one other part of this, because I had forg- I had confused the two incidents. There was another incident in North uh, Dakota in a missile silo. I don't know if you're aware of this. Where a guy who was uh, like a mechanic who worked on tit- uh, Titan missiles. Uh, trident missiles uh the biggest warheads we had at the time he was climbing out of the missile silo and dropped a wrench and the wrench hit the few the the starter engine on the nuclear missile and it was activating itself and then all of the other missiles detected a launch and so we were we were actually because this idiot dropped a wrench we were about to launch missiles towards (laughs) moscow that, that, uh, that it seems this wrong. would be me this that's would right. i would be that guy i would be that goofy son of a bitch who dropped his rent and then hey ha- honey how was your day well i kind of fucked up at work i i almost ended the world <laughs> <That, laughs>
1: they didn't honestly, know how to
2: shut him down for 18 hours too that's like the death star style just uh, idiocracy you know like so you have these things that can destroy human life you know you can destroy whole islands or just continents of people Yet they're pre-programmed that if for some reason they get hit by a wrench or anything touches this one button, not only the one that got hit, but every other one just launches onto a predetermined. Pl- that is insane, right? Honestly, like we we're we're too dumb of a people to be handling stuff like this.
0: I think that was the moment when we started to uh, bring down the arms race, where we started to negotiate a arms reduction. Yeah. But the the final note on the program the other night was China is uh, full armed. Uh, you know they are where both the Soviet Union and the United States were in 1983 in terms of uh, ramping up their nuclear. They want to be, and they already are, according to this intelligence analyst, the uh, most uh, prominent nuclear power on the planet. And we've sure. never been in that situation before, where. America and russia uh, Russia are now second place to China, and then they plan they think they can win a nuclear war that's a that's a dangerous place to be so yeah
2: and they and they can <laughs> i mean they I, can. Honestly, they can because they, uh, well they can and win anyone who starts nuclear war is probably going to win nuclear war
0: i mean I, I don't think so if this is my point I said you there are no winners there's only you can only
2: lose less you can only be less of a loser. Yeah, I mean I think, I think the problem the problem America has, unfortunately, is is that we have always been the best. We've always been the best country, we've always been the the coolest country, we've always had the most stuff, we've always been the number one country. In the 80s, we were the number one country. If you messed with America, you were going to get Air Force and, and the army and the navy, right? Uh but then something happened in the 90s and we were like, wait a minute, we're actually we're actually not the best uh we, we don't we're, we're messing up a lot of stuff here we're we're, do, we're doing some stuff but everyone who had that boastful uh trumpism kind of attitude which is like America's great whatever we're doing is positive uh no that's not true in the 80s it was a pretty bad time here uh yeah. it, you know like granted it, it, there were worse places out there but if you think about the people that were in charge in the 80s uh those people are now in charge of the come of the country right and those people yeah. are like Trump is what rich people are like. Uh, America needs to destroy all other countries, and uh, we're the best. Mm-hmm. But, but that's the wrong way of looking at it. You know, like we we should have never thought we were the best. We should have been the people like, hey, if we're advanced further than our people, we should help out other people. But we I never like had Dan,
0: Daniel Tosh's take on that. This because he says that's why everybody hates America. Yeah. He said we should not be we're number one. He said, ah, we're top ten. We're uh, top ten.
2: Honestly, like y- you look at countries like Sweden, right? And and I know, and like Switzerland and stuff, like I know that as far as technology and healthcare, they are far surpassing us, right? But why aren't they making America great? Why aren't they making Sweden great again? We you know why, why don't they have like those ignorant mentalities? It's because they don't care about that stuff. They want their people to be healthy and they want their community to be happy and they want their, you know, their, their ecosystem to, to thrive. We just want to be better. You know, and it's the same thing as traffic. It's like, we're all going to same place, guys. Like, why do you just need to be in front of me? Like, why, why just, you need to be in front of somebody else. And it doesn't matter that you're driving poorly. It doesn't matter that you're wasting more gas or that you're ruining the road more. You just need to be in front of one more person. And you'll do whatever it takes to get in front of one more person. That is America right there. And that's what's so sad is that we were raised thinking we were the best country. All the countries were not as good as us. That's a dumb way to raise children. That sounds like a Philly fan. Now, growing up in Delaware, were you a Philly <laughs> fan? Uh, no. I, I'm, I'm, so I was, I was born in Maryland. Uh, my parents divorced and moved to Delaware. My dad moved to Delaware. So I'm a Maryland boy more than anything.
0: Now, what did they have? They didn't even have baseball in Maryland.
2: Oh, the Orioles? Yeah. They, oh, they, Orioles. I forgot about the, the Orioles. Orioles. I'm that's, sorry. That's America's, that's America's team right there.
0: It is? Oh, well, and especially in the 80s when you were growing up, Cal Ripken Jr. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were I the mean, first ones to get a new baseball park. Hampton Yards was the first, like, newer, newer baseball park. I forgot oh, yeah. about them. I'm sorry, Maryland. No, okay. I, please, Maryland, please forgive me. I mean, uh, you got the Ravens, right? You got the Orioles. uh were pretty amazing teams. Wait a minute, now the Ravens. Hmm? Wait, were they no?
2: Now, keep in mind, I haven't watched sports since two thousand four. R- so right? Because uh, be I'm confused.
0: Before. Didn't Indianapolis Colts move to Maryland or something? And then they had the new Colts that are there now were from
2: someplace else. It, it all got- true. They're the oh, Browns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The The, the Colts, the, that's true. Uh, the Colts in the middle of the night just moved to Baltimore and started a brand new team in 2004, which ended up winning the Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure. Right, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, Camden Yards is, is such a beautiful baseball field. It's such a cool field that they literally uh, built a scale model of that field next to it for Little Leaguers to play. Like, they built it, – it's like – How cool is that? It's like one – Eighth the scale or something like that, but they even built like because you know the part of Camden Fields like half of it is like a a, an office building, so when they hit home runs, they actually just slam baseballs into (laughs) office buildings all day. They actually had to build a smaller office building next to the newer Camden Yards for kids to hit with baseballs. Wow, very cool. Well, uh,
0: thank you for coming today. Now, i as predicted, Matt Clark, who was again who was scheduled Tuesday and said maybe Friday didn't show up, and I yeah. knew he
2: wasn't going to show up because his name is Matt. You can't trust a guy named Matt. No. Especially with you have two first names, you, you cannot be trusted. This
0: was my... <laughs> I, I said that. I yeah. don't like people with, with two first names. And... You
2: can't do it. You can't do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't so... know who to talk to. <laughs> it's Not right, untrustworthy. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to end up calling you by the wrong name. I'm going to call you your last name as if it's your first name. It's it's just going to be a clusterfuck. Can you... uh, yeah. No, Pick I'm a sorry. name. Have a but... last name. <laughs> So I got to run, but don't, don't, you know what? I am looking for a co-host. This is, this is true now because this is what I've been putting out there. Um, So if you want to be part of the program and you're welcome any morning, anytime I'm doing this back at the regular time. Now I'm starting at 9. AM and maybe uh, with that, within not too long, I will be actually going longer uh, back to an hour and a half or even two hours. Uh, But so you're definitely welcome back here. People have missed you. Again, I think you need to text Jackie and say, no, dude, it's not because of you. I love you. Well, he no, look, was...
2: in, in all fairness, I've actually I've taken one of Jackie's CDs and I have framed it. Uh oh. and, and this sits next to me. Uh this is actually a CD that, that, that Jackie sent me. Uh here's the inside. I took it apart. Uh he left me very nice notes um calling me different homophobic slurs uh but uh, w- uh what
0: a gentleman yeah no he's a g- he's a good guy despite what, a, what, what a he called what called you in your first in this first text to you uh despite all that he's a good guy and he, i know he liked you and he, he's brought you up many times and just two days ago he said you know what's with that is he coming back uh, yeah. yeah
2: no it's it's where i i you know I, I as of now i treat jackie the same way i treat my dad where it's like he texts me he's like I just want to talk to you. And I'm like, nah, I, don't, I don't have time for that. <laughs> for no real reason. I just like, what do you got coming up this weekend? Anything uh, like tonight, tomorrow? Any, any shows? No, no, nothing live. We're still just recording. Um, Me and Michael Colby. We, you know, we, we found these old cartoons that our parents used to watch. And I remember like when I was watching cartoons in like the nineties, my, my dad was always like, Oh, these cartoons are stupid. They'll rot your brain. And they're full of violence. So I was curious, like, I wonder what cartoons my dad grew up with. So I'm finding all the cartoons my dad watched. Give me and- some. Give me give me a few names of a lot of very racist Popeyes. Uh a lot yeah. of very uh we actually just we 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 just recorded one called Um The Moth Who Came to Dinner. And it was about, it was about a bee who is trying to marry a moth. Nope. It's about a moth boy who's trying to marry a bee girl. Right. The moth boy, uh sorry, a bunch of clothes, and I think he gets drunk, and then a spider kidnaps him uh to marry him. Honestly, I can tell why old people are crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Because the cartoons they were raised on are are nuts.
0: I think I'm probably from your dad's era because I had some messed up cartoons in my day. Um, uh, There were a lot. That were yep. so politically incorrect uh, in today's world. I'm, supp- I don't even think Bugs Bunny could make it
2: in, in today's world. I mean, with that, with all the censorship and stuff. But yeah, yeah, the uh, one we recorded uh, last night was called. It was a Popeye cartoon, and it was called "You're a Sap, Mister Jap." And, and it was Popeye sailing <laughs> around the world looking for Japanese people and fighting them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I can tell it was is-
0: totally acceptable to use those kind of terms in when I was growing up. The Japs.
2: <laughs> yeah, right? Ja- Jap, is slant. Like, there were so many things you were allowed to say in the 80s, especially as a mud boy, which is what I grew up as. Like, you heard them all, and now it's like, why was I taught all that stuff? Yeah, <laughs> why yeah. why was my dad saying that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing on your hat, now—that's what what is that? Is that
0: turkey leg? What the fuck is that on your hat?
2: <laughs> uh, it's a ham. Oh, a this, ham. This is my meat cute uh it's also from gravity falls all my hats are from gravity falls uh yeah. but yeah this is this is a uh, meat cube. hey tom k uh talking about your i
0: i think he's probably way behind in the, in the stream here talking about capriati's uh moved to vegas in the mid 80s original owners ran it rodney dangerfield pat cooper jerry
2: vale ordered a bobby aka thanksgiving on a roll yeah times a week Dude, cat used just be so good, and and I I was craving. I think I was just craving nostalgia. And if you look behind me, that's all I ever want. It's just a slice of the '80s or a slice of the '90s. And I was such let down with today's subs. <laughs> the sub of today, not that
0: good. I I, I hear you. I same with pizza. I there's a place called i grew up uh, in a uh, town called Copeg, long island where there was this guy named albert and he had albert's pizza and it was only one at the time and it was the best pizza in new york everybody it won all awards and stuff people would drive miles to go to albert's and now it's a chain and it's not even related to albert's and there's one not too far from the studio that i've been uh doing some work at and i go there and i order like a albert's original and they don't know what i'm talking about i'm like wait you don't know who albert was you're working in albert's yeah. i knew albert i knew albert personally i was the troublemaker who used to say slow it down apple and he... <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: just uh, it's a uh, it's such a bummer for me to see the world moving on and yeah it also is weird i mean like you know because we're in altitude like when you buy something there's different directions on the back it's like for high altitude baking and there's like high altitude flour so apparently bread does not work the same way here so there's a lot of like pizzerias bagel companies that will (sighs) ship dough in from new york like they'll ship in water and dough from new york to try to make it better but i get that yeah it just don't work uh, before we say goodbye
0: here, Carl Mann, has got and uh, he's got the last rights tomorrow at uh, eleven. Oh no, today. Oh no, eleven a.m. Big drink on tomorrow. Also, he's got two. One at eleven thirty today. He's going to be talking about the death of Twitter, which is not really happening. And tomorrow, uh, the drink it's on. Now, I just have to say before I come, i, I comment, say goodbye to you. Carl has done a million of these shows. Never once have I been invited on his show. He's got the keys to come and go here. He's been on my show a hundred times. I've never been invited to his little drink at dawn parties or is watching a movie stuff. I feel like this is a one-way relationship with me and Carl. So, I just yeah. have to say.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean in all fairness, if anyone has seen you when you're drunk on your your pink wines, uh, you're not that fun to be around. So I know that.
0: <laughs> I'm not that fun to be around sober drunk no matter what. I'm not Well, there no. is
2: there is a sweet spot where you're kind of buzzed on like Monster energy drinks and old Smirnoff uh, uh ices. Uh, I, can't sm- enjoyable. I can't smoke. I can't smoke weed. Why?
0: Because cause I have this lung thing going on. My wife's oh. told me, maybe you should quit smoking weed. So we are going to have uh, a viewing for it tomorrow, and then the burial will be on Monday. But she told me I need to quit smoking Well, I'll weed, just so. send you some edibles. So you can just chew on them. Oh, yeah.
2: Well, You don't have to smoke it. Okay. We're in 2019. What year is
1: it? Whatever year it is, we're there.
0: <laughs> and it's that time. All right. I got. I got to run to the studio because cool uh oh i'll tell i'll talk about it next week but yeah join me next week if you're yeah. doing nothing i'll be around all well uh, even thanksgiving morning i'm gonna be doing a sure. show so if anybody's doing nothing hang with me all right uh, I'll, see see either, I'll, I'll see you either i'll see either
2: monday or, or i'll probably even show up tuesday or thursday why not whenever you want door's right. always open to you i'll cookie something for thursday and i'll bring it i'll bring it to the studio Cool, man. I'll go to Capriati's
0: and here and send you a very dried out. By the time it gets to you, I would love. Just send me a picture of you chomping on a bobby. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Have a good one. I'm out. See you. Bye, bye -bye. everybody. Uh, The fabulous Zach Weisman, folks. I'm going to tell you just to remember to turn on your radio and get the hell out of here. Uh, But first, I have to. Oh, turn on your radio, and I'm getting the hell out of here.